You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Mario, how are you? I'm swell tuning in from good old Tulsa, Oklahoma. A shout out to all the listeners there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Everybody loves Tulsa. I think is what the, I think that's the slogan, the, the, the state, the city. Yeah. Seems, that seems more like aspirational than anything. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, anybody finds Mario Hines in Tulsa, Oklahoma, he'll give you $20. If you can find me, if you can spot me in Tulsa, Oklahoma, $20 is yours. I'll tweet out this information after this. Hurry. Check it out. Can you let me know exactly what car you're driving? Uh, actually, just if you could tweet it out, that would be, that would be much better. <laughs> yeah, just cut out the middle man here. Yeah. Uh, what an insane week we had in football. I, I feel like we say this every week now, but I don't think I understand football anymore, Mario. Trust I think, nothing. I don't think I get it. Uh, Mike White throws for 320 yards and... Uh, Aaron Rodgers stinks, only to be replaced by Jordan Love, who almost brings the Packers back late in the game. I football's weird. Football's a really, really silly sport. <laughs> and um, but no, the Mike White thing, you telling me you didn't know Mike White was gonna ball out. I mean, look, Mike White had a couple of okay games last year, but ended up with five touchdowns to eight interceptions for the season. Felt like the Mike White era had run its course. But yet here we are, and uh, bad, bad for Zach Wilson. I'll tell you that because Mike White is uh, looks like a capable signal caller to lead this team for the remainder of the season. All that all they need to do is let their defense play. So, yo, know, the crazy <sighs> thing is like, obviously stat line, but yeah. the excitement every receiver had after every catch, <laughs> like yes. Yes, this is fo- this is what it's supposed to be. This is football. Like you're never getting that locker room back, Zach Wilson. No, I am. That may be done. Yeah, that that absolutely may be done. But you know, we'll see because a guy who is that high a draft pick is certainly going to get more opportunities to play the game. Certainly should get more opportunities to play the game based upon his skill set. We'll just see how it plays out over time. Um, like I said. Week 13 in the National Football League. I've got BovadaSportsbook.com open in front of me and take a look at some crazy lines for week 13. Um, I do want to look back a little bit more at week 12, though, because we had just a bananas amount of backup quarterbacks starting. Some, as we mentioned with Mike White, did well. Others were Kyle Allen. (laughs) <laughs> and we had a game where Sam Darnold outdueled Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson got like bitched out by, an, by a defensive lineman. What is this game come to? This is no longer the football of old. This is not your and I's football, Chris. This is new age. Russell Wilson not only is not playing well. Russell Wilson stinks and doesn't have the respect of his teammates. Sam Darnold gets to wear whatever he wants and still win football games. Who is Kyle Allen? This is not our football. No. It's uh, so weird. I just like, I couldn't even fathom a situation wherein a year ago, 
Russell Wilson was one of the least efficient quarterbacks in the NFL and literally get getting bitched out on the sidelines by backup defensive linemen. A backup D lineman who's like, I'm doing my job. <laughs> like, do your job. Russell Wilson looks so bad because even there were like three plays I, I tuned in to uh, on the, well, the NFL Network's rotation tuned in for me. And I'm like, this isn't, this isn't some schematic issue. This isn't some yeah. schematic error. Like, you look like you're done. And I think he's done. Like, I'm going that far. I think he's done, man. Well, that's bad luck for the Broncos because they owe him a lot of money. Partially why he's done. No, no I'm joking. A I'm lot joking. of money, man. And and people act like – and this, this is going on with uh, Aaron Rodgers, too. They're like, uh, they're not good anymore. They'll retire. No, Aaron Rodgers isn't walking away from 56.3 million dollars next year. It's just not going to happen. No, there's so much money. Like, even if you're watching your own tape and you're like, I stink, you're like, I have to find a way. I have to find a way <laughs> to keep this no, money coming in. Worst case scenario, you get benched, and then you're literally sitting on the bench making that money. Yeah. Yeah, actually, probably their uh, their pathway once um, this offseason hits. They're like, you know what? Oh. I actually am done. No, Aaron yeah. Rodgers would never sit down for anyone. Rodgers is, Rodgers is clearly hurt anyway. Yeah. I just, he's so so incredibly easy to root against. It's, it just, it makes me happy. Um, but, you know, Christian Watson looks like he can play football. Yeah, the dropsies are over, it appears. His speed, size combination is legit apparently mm-hmm. so good for them i mean i can't talk too highly of a fellow nfc north team mm-hmm. but good for them well you have a uh you have a an exciting wide receiver yourself returned to practice this week uh jameson williams potentially going to be in the lineup either this week or next we were looking before the show and couldn't find any clear uh, any clear statement how you feeling about that i would rather him wait i like mm-hmm. where we are as a team especially with the Rams just being so bad. Okay, whatever, be good, Lions. Uh, I'm super excited about what I saw, which is just a fast guy sprinting fast for the most part. But that's what you want. You know what I mean? Obviously, taking contact is the next thing, even before, like, finding a flow in the offense or, you know, being able to catch catch the ball consistently, like taking contact and getting up. For sure. But, man, exciting times knowing that Jared Goff will – I can't even finish that sentence seriously, but I'm excited to have him in the offense and see what it could be. Really see what it could be with this a field stretcher and knowing that he's going to come in as that only, like it's only that the offense will just get better as he rounds out his game. Yeah. Run goes this year and work on the rest of it next year. Yeah. You alluded to it and I had jokingly talked about the pick the Eagles were getting from the Saints. Man, you're in really, really good shape with that Rams pick. Currently sitting number three overall, 10 picks higher than the Lions' own actual pick, which is this is 13. Yeah, like, and no one's playing for the Rams next no week. No one. <laughs> so solid. We're, 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 I mean, I need, it's weird now that I root for the Bears because the, I think the Texans are one and they're not, they are not going to win football games. No. Well, I mean, they have a real, uh, real, Interesting game this week, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) So, 
we're looking at two or three. Uh, Justin Fields, I don't know what's going on with him. But, yeah, Rams, keep doing what you're doing. And I don't think they're going to stop anytime soon. I feel good, Let's, man. Now I feel good about the Lions figuring themselves out. So the Bears are three and nine, which implies they have not had a bye yet. Uh, I can't imagine that wouldn't be this week. Sunday, December 4th. They do not have a game this week. Yeah, they have a game this week. They have a game? Where was their bye? Okay, this is going to be a problem, and I'm going to get ahead of it right now. <laughs> I was in the car the other day listening listening to the uh, one of my favorite podcasts, the Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. Don't really watch the show, but I think the guys are funny. Mm-hmm. It's one of the it's one of the two podcasts I actually listen to that in the Conan uh, podcast that aren't podcasts I have to listen to for work. And they uh, they had a long time ago on Always Sunny they had this play uh, the Nightman cometh just to like a weird thing and Lin Manuel Miranda is a big fan of it and Lin Manuel Miranda was on the podcast and that got me thinking like all right I'm not I'm by no means am I a musical theater guy. Uh, or really a theater guy, although I did see To Kill a Mockingbird and Sorkin's To Kill a Mockingbird, and it was good. Mm-hmm. But I love Hamilton. Love Hamilton. I, really? I just absolutely adore Hamilton. It's so good. It Look, I went in very apprehensive. I, and I went in very apprehensive, and uh, and uh, the first like 10 minutes in, I was, I was very concerned about the fact that there was another two hours and 50 minutes of it. <laughs> I was in, so I was like, oh, you know what? I haven't, I haven't really heard that stuff in a while. So I started listening to the Hamilton soundtrack. First time in my life I've ever listened to a musical soundtrack. And so I have all that stuff in my head right now. And I'm it's just, if it comes out, I apologize to the listeners. Oh, that's what that was for. No, no worries. If you hum it, I won't know what you're talking about. The listeners may know. I yeah, I was, it's the, it was the Jonathan Groff, uh, I'm not going to sing because I can't do that. But anyway, that's what's that's what's in my head. Uh, I don't know where the hell. Okay, so it looks like the Bears have a very late buy. The Bears buy appears to be December 11th, which is that's super crazy late. Yeah, they play the Packers this week. And have a bye, and then they play the Philadelphia Eagles on December 18th. Short week for Philadelphia that week. We'll play on Christmas Eve on the 24th. Um, Sick. So, yeah, the point the point I was trying to make there, unfortunately, so you got, what, the Packers this week. That's a winnable game, uh, depending upon whether or not Justin Fields plays, especially depending upon how injured Aaron Rodgers is. If... The Bears won and the Rams lost. Both teams would be three and nine. No, they'd be four and nine. That's moot. Uh, okay. So you would definitely jump up. The SOS would your SOS would be lower, which is the tiebreaker. Yeah, there's. Some, it would be very difficult to get to to get to uh, number one with how that Houston team's playing. The good news is, especially with their tie to that, that messes things up. The good news is their strength of schedule is pretty high. So if you can get to an even number of wins, then it could all be good. And you could have that number one pick in the draft. And just, uh, I don't know, it seems unfair. 
I'm ready. But less more certainly more fair than Philadelphia having it. It does. And that's where I'm like, I don't at this stage, at this stage, yeah. this could change. I yeah. don't think it's so bad for you to have it, but at this stage, okay. it's it's okay that you don't. You know? Okay. Well, I appreciate that you're allowing for the possibility. Uh, I look, I would be perfectly good with us having the, uh, us you having the first pick and us having the second pick. I I'm willing to make that concession. That's see, see, see how we can all get along until we play to each other. Yeah, well, I'm not worried about that. That was weird. The, would you uh, sitting at three? Do you think it's you would be Stroud? Because you got to think Bryce Young, Will Anderson, one, two. If it's the Texans and the Bears, exactly. So yes, and then and then at that point, I'm really, really doing my tape work on Stroud. Mm-hmm. Like I've got to get a clear understanding of what he is. I've got to get my bias out the way and see what that's about. Can you just draft Marvin Harrison Jr. instead? Because that seems more exciting. Way more exciting. But then I feel like we're back to the. Uh, was it the uh, Caldwell Lions who had every receiver? Jeez, what coach was that? Well, I'll tell you what. One of those receivers is the guy, and I'm just saying get who he's getting comp to, not who he's going to be in Calvin Johnson. I mean, I mean. Now we're out. I mean, <laughs> when, you, when you bring up names like that, you know. It's a hard no. <laughs> bring me Roy Williams. What is Charlie Rogers up to these days? <laughs> Crazy. Did Charlie Rogers die? I think he's passed on. Yeah, God, I wish. <laughs> Apologies for that joke to the Rogers family. Love um, you, Rogers folks. Yeah, I thought that might be the case after I said that. And uh, it does appear that it could be. Anyway, there were some not great picks for the Washington <laughs> Lions. And, uh, who, was, who was the third one? It was uh, Mike Williams, it, sir. Mike, Mike Williams. of course. You, the Williams brothers and uh, and Charlie Rogers. Good times. Good times. Yeah, we did. We did really well there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned letting the NFL Network do the choosing for you, Red Zone guy. No, you. Typically, I'm not because it's too random for me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what you're doing with the change. I, I can't yeah. catch the trend. But um, this time around, I let it be because my Lions weren't playing. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never been a red zone guy. People talk like so glowingly about how wonderful it is, and it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's cool that there's you're constantly seeing plays that theoretically matter, but I don't get the flow of the game. I don't really know what's happening. I'm, I'm not in for it. Yeah, I didn't like that part about it at all. Actually, I'm like this not knowing the flow. And then there's this thing that like, it, it felt like it was desensitizing me to like the context of how football, like football should work. Like, I don't like that. For as terrible as some of them may be, I do feel like commentators are a necessary part of the game to really, for people to understand what's going on with the game. Cause I know anytime, anytime that the Eagles and the Browns have had a game at the same time and more so in past years, and I was watching the Eagles without sound. I came away thinking like, yeah, I watched the whole game, but I don't have a feel for the game. Yeah, you need the elements. You really need the elements to know like what success really is. You know, serious or failure for that matter. <laughs> yes. More failure <laughs> than success in the, the last handful, but things are things have turned around nicely. Let's um let's get right to it. It's an interesting week, Mario. 
mm-hmm. Thursday night football, the Buffalo Bills head to New England to take on the New England Patriots. Bavada's got the Patriots plus three and a half. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to take what the Bills experienced in Detroit. Yeah. Coupled with what the Patriots experienced in Minnesota. Like, it's hard for me right. to to take, like, one, what we saw from each of them and how they're going to respond. So what I have to do here is just go with best team, the team I think is the better team. Okay. Uh, and I just, I'll just go Bills here because they have they have the guy that the, – the game changer. And shout-out to Diggs, which is – this is not me going out on a limb, but his game his game is rising. Like, he's, he is a clutch guy, and it's, you can see, like, end of the season, he's, he's, he's doing what he has to do. Oh, yeah. No, Stephon Diggs is a superstar. I feel yeah. he's one of the, the least talked about superstars in the NFL, for sure. Yeah. And by the way, I'm looking at a list on ESPN of the, the top 25 players, 24 or under. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one big omission that, that people seem to be talking about in the – not just omission, omission from the top 25 and an honorable mention 10 are, is Amon St. Brown. Yeah, no, I, it, it hit me. Um, it hit me over the Thanksgiving game. I'm like, Oh, this guy, he's very good at this. <laughs> like he's, yeah. he's a hard cover. He gets yards after the catch. He makes, you know, he's, he's aware of the moment. He's, he's, I like him. I like him. Yeah. I, it's great. Also crazy. that T Higgins does not make the top 25 24 or under that it's kind of nuts uh trevor lawrence not on that list but i mean you kind of understand that yeah there's been some issues uh also this article appears to be written by my uh my buddy matt miller over at espn so take that for what it's worth um (laughs) micah parsons number one justin jefferson number two jamar chase number three Wirfs number four herbert number five Quinnen Williams, number six, Rashawn Slater, seven, Sertain, the second, eight, Hertz, nine, two, a 10. Guys like DK, Waddle, Diggs, Gary, John Taylor, Lamb, South, uh, in that top top 25, along with Panay Sewell. It's crazy. Like, I like this list. I really do. I will. I want to take a deeper bite into it uh, after the show because I don't, I typically don't think of guys by their age. So that's actually Mm -hmm. cool. I would love to. Well, and I think there's a bit of a a bias towards rookies in this too. Like mm-hmm. Sauce mm-hmm. is twenty, and you know, I have I've made the argument that I think he's not the best corner in the NFL, but I think he's in that top five at this point. And uh, to not be in the the top nineteen players, twenty four and under, seems wrong to me. It does but, but then does. You know, who, who gets pushed? Right, right. Then that's what I think the fun is. Like, damn, if we're going by age, I mean. Huh. There's got to be too many guys to to include that are really impact guys. What do we think of Trayvon Diggs? Because it feels like to me Trayvon Diggs is the new uh a new bigger Asante Samuel. Yeah, yeah, he, he the hype fizzled out. And by hype I just mean like media hype, not not his his style of play, but his style of play is high risk, high reward. Yes. I think and no tackling. And zero tackling which is fine. It's fine. We've always had that. We stopped having it for a little bit for some reason, or we stopped covering 
it or the guys that could cover and make plays could tackle for a little while. But we've always had the the, the DBs that are exceptional that will not tackle. We've always had it. I don't mind. And also Trayvon Diggs. And then you've got Trayvon Diggs who literally runs away from ball carriers at times. Not a big fan of the tackling, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's only worth that we worth talking about both of the Diggs brothers on the show. Exactly. The next game is an interesting one. The first game on the Sunday slate, one o'clock. Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns head to Houston to take on the Houston Texans. Bavada has the Texans plus seven at home. It's like would only be poetic justice if he bombed out, but he's playing the Texans, so it's like, yeah, as a real soft <laughs> landing. I'm telling you, like. It almost might be the absolute converse. It might be him really uh, being emphatically screamed upon <laughs> stat-wise stat and all. And it's going to feel weird for everyone. So we should brace ourselves because it's not its not going to go away. Well, and I feel like Houston doesn't have the fan base where they're just going to rip into him. It's not going to be booze every single time he, he has the football in his hand. Not at all. The weirdest thing is that some of the, the victims are, are showing up, and I don't know what ten, take Something like out. 10 of them, yeah. Yeah, so maybe that – I don't know if that will shift anything, but we'll we'll hear it mentioned quite often. But, yeah, yeah it's not – They're in a box together? Like, what do you – are they just well, going? Are they, gonna, are they protesting? What do you think it I, is? I can't – it has to be more than just going because there's no reason, one, for it to be announced that they're going. Yeah. And it has to be more than, than going. It has to be. Well, I mean, there is a 0% chance that the telecast is going to cut to them in a box and say Zero. alleged victims of Deshaun Watson. Exactly. Like, that's why it's such a weird thing, because it's like, where are we going to play this? We agree that it's a terrible thing. We all agree, but we do we run it up? Like, I don't, obviously not, but I mean, you know, it's just weird. It's just weird. And I just want to stress that I'm saying alleged for the sole purpose of the fact that he was not found guilty. Like out, yeah, like out. We all know what the deal, like we know what the deal is. Yeah. There's a uh, gone, but not forgotten. And I hope that's the case in the, uh, in the NFL, because you know, some shit shouldn't be allowed. Exactly. The, go Browns here and, and just let's move on. <laughs> let, and let's move on. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with it. We're going to have to deal with this, Chris, with the Browns. We'll see. And also, what's going to be interesting is they have some winnable games coming up, and they could very well make a, a late run for the playoffs because if you put a superstar quarterback on that team, it's a very different football team. Man, I'm pulling my collar right now, trying to figure out how to. Uh... No, you're popping yeah. your collar. I don't think you understand what's going on. <laughs> pop, pop your collar. <laughs> The oh, I'm an idiot. The Denver Broncos head to Baltimore to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Bavada has the Ravens minus eight and a half at home. That's cool. I feel bad for the Ravens organization. The, not the organization, the players that are putting their all in. It, it seems like there's a major disconnect in that they're I don't think their window's closing, but something strange is happening. Bounce back game for the Broncos, but it won't tell them much in the grand scheme. But yeah, I think uh that they win and, and hit this line, thankfully. So Ravens seven and four, Lamar Jackson been has been the do it all player for this team. What do you think what what does the seven four season do for this contract? Man, I don't know. I don't I don't know how they are obviously he can't leave. They can't let him leave. Yeah. They can't. I don't know if they're trying to leverage this or not. And I don't know where he sits on this. It's going to be tough. It's going to be. I got to let it play out a little more. 
Because it's, uh, it's weird. Completion percentage, only 62%. He's thrown for only 2,200 yards this year. Uh, 17 touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, I'm 17 and seven. But, you know, he's going to run for over 1,000 yards and obviously an incredibly valuable player to this team. It's just how do they compensate him? It's going to be fascinating to watch. Yes. Yes, it will. I'm rooting for him, though. You know, my, my always rule, unless you are a really, really terrible person, get your money, even if you aren't good at football. Get it. Get that pay. money. Go to Yeah, go to Detroit and get your money. That's I would now, now, now. I have a secret, a secret, or <laughs> not secret, but I'm very loud about it. I want that to happen. I don't know if there's some rumblings under underground, but I I will love it. Anywho, I don't think Lamar is made for playing in Detroit. Agreed. I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> no. Uh he needs to get himself. Well, I mean, at least it's it's grass, right? We have turf. You have turf. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was grass or turf. Mm-hmm. Turf should, this is apropos of nothing, but turf should be illegal. Mm-hmm. Everybody should be playing on natural grass. It's crazy. The only reason Lane Johnson is going to be in the lineup for the Eagles this week is because he was playing on grass a couple weeks ago when somebody rolled into his leg. And because he was playing on grass, his, his foot came out. And, and if he was playing on turf, that would have grabbed... And he would have suffered a serious injury. We've seen plenty this year. It's dumb. There shouldn't be turf. It's yeah. There's like there's there's no financial implication. You all are making enough money to make the make the change. Just do it. Yeah, and I think you're going to make more money if your superstar players don't get uh, season-ending injuries. Just call me crazy. Bingo. Yeah, yeah. The the Green Bay Packers head to Chicago. Take on the Chicago Bears. Bavada's got the Bears plus four and a half at home. Ah, the Bears. Mm, this one's tough. I would assume Justin Fields will play. Yeah, with that line, I'm gonna go, with, with Fields playing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that. Uh, they are planning on Fields playing at this point. And how, how about that? That was the craziest thing. Justin Fields is out. Trevor Simeon's going. Oh no, he hurts. He he strains his oblique in warmups. And they're down to Nate Peterman. That was so fun because I missed Nate Peterman. Oh, yeah. Well, none of us missed Nate Peterman. Uh, one of the crazy players who started games in the NFL last week. The Jacksonville Jaguars head to Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions. This is a push at Bavada. Oh, Bavada, I love you guys. But come on, man. Just because the Jags won, we're the better team. We're going to win. Give, it the, give us the Lions. Let's go. The New York football Jets head to Minnesota <laughs> to take on the Minnesota Vikings, and Bavada's got the Vikings minus three at home. The little Bengals, i.e. I, I, the Jets, who, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're they not ready for this matchup, but I don't think they get blown out the water, but give me the Vikings here. I like what the Jets are doing, and I actually kind of am buying into the Vikings a little bit more. I don't care for that. The Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> head to Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Bavada's got the Falcons. It's a push. It is now a push. Wow, 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 wow. We are we are pushing. Uh, <laughs> we are pushing. I mean, oh, this one's hard to call. Flipping a coin, going Falcons because they're home. Yeah, that would be a good win for us. Thank you to the Steelers uh, for winning last week. Push the mm-hmm. Eagles pick up from seven to six. Mm-hmm. And now I need the Falcons to win yeah. here. 
speaking of, the Tennessee Titans head to Philadelphia to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. This line has actually come down a bit from earlier in the week. Now, minus five at Bavada. Yeah, stop the run, man. Stop the run. Don't get lazy. Don't get lazy on defense and you'll be fine. But I, I, I believe he's going to be back. The big man, big man will be back in the middle this week. There we go. His 21 day window to pull him off of uh, injured reserve. Plus Linval Joseph, plus Ndamukong Sue, plus Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, Milton Williams, and Javon Hargrave. A lot of defensive tackles in Philadelphia all of a Ding. sudden. Okay. Okay. I can get with it then. I, I, I was already confident based on the character of the squad, but you're getting your personnel back too. Definitely going Eagles here. Definitely winning by more than five. I want to see a six-man line. <laughs> I, I guess it would be Joseph and Davis in the middle, Sue and Cox, and okay, <laughs> okay, this is hard. Uh, so if you're looking at it like one to six, uh, in in terms of where the players would be in order, it yeah. would be it would be Davis and Joseph occupying the number three and four spots. Mm-hmm. Sue and and Cox in the number two and five spots, and Milton Williams and Hargrave in the one and six spots, effectively the defensive ends. Wow. I would have fun with that for maybe four four plays. A lot of defensive tackles. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta justify having six tackles. Gotta do something. Dressing on the on the <laughs> game day. Yeah. The Washington Commanders head to New York to take on the New York football giants, and Bavada has those football giants plus two and a half at home. Yeah, I think this, unfortunately, I love the Giants. I love what they're doing. Washington's found something, and uh, I think that plus uh, interdivision The Giants losing something? Yeah, you know, give it to, give it to, to the uh, Commanders here. Giants still haven't looked right over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. Wonder if uh, that that honeymoon period has ended a bit for uh, for them. I know Cowboys are. It's a tough game Thursday night. It's a it's a Thanksgiving Day game, but yeah, they've looked right. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, probably the game of the week. I would say the Miami Dolphins head to San Francisco take on the San Francisco 49ers. Bavada has the 49ers minus four at home. Keep Tua upright, and this is goes crazy. I'm actually gonna go. Big, big swing in the Dolphins' way. Um, and I'm going Dolphins. I don't, to, I don't hate to, that. Yeah, to, to, to destroy this line. I'm going Dolphins by at least 10. All right. The Well, you can, you can go alt line there. Let's see what kind of alt line odds we can get here if we're going Dolphins outright plus. Uh, where are we at? We're in the spread. Dolphins plus 10. No, I want minus. We can't go past minus three and a half. So your best bet on Bavada would be Dolphins minus three and a half, which takes you up to plus 245. Do it. Do it. And why not, man? We like money. We like the monies. (laughs) The Seattle Seahawks head to LA to take on the Los Angeles Rams, and Bavada has the Rams plus seven and a half at home. Yeah, whoever is going to suit up for the Rams is going to lose. <laughs> Whoever's playing for the Rams this week, you're all losing. Yeah, it's and honestly, they may not be on the roster yet. Seriously, Bryce Perkins and Stafford is going to. He's done for the year. I can't imagine you would bring Cooper Cup back at this point. Allen Robinson's done for the year. They cut uh, the the running back, um, Daryl. I'm spacing on his name, and. They just have nothing. 
Aaron Donald's out. Yeah, they're done. Well, like I don't. Yeah, and and they don't even have a first round pick, so it's not like they just just shut it down and count on that. So now they're tanking for a higher second round pick. That's not great. Yeah, what what a spot to be. (laughs) I wonder if they have their second round pick. They do. They do own the their own second round pick. It is the number thirty six pick in the draft. Go for that. Do something with it. Yeah, look forward to that. Right now, Nolan Smith, the selection, the Georgia Edge at a at Tankathon. Quality. The the another weird one. Kansas City Chiefs head to Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Bengals, and Bavada has the Bengals plus two at home. Yeah, I mean, this is a game where the Bengals need everything to beat the Chiefs. Uh so and they don't. So as much as I, I like the upswing of Cincy and their um run it back tour about to start. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me the Chiefs here. Yeah, should get Jamar Chase back this week, but yeah, Kansas City yeah. is Kansas City. Exactly. The Los Angeles Chargers head to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders, and Bavada has the Raiders plus one and a half at home. Yeah, Chargers, they do that thing, like I always say, fourth quarter. But um, the Raiders, they're like they have the highlight thing going on. They still can't figure out how to win. So give me the yeah. Chargers. And now we get to the games no one's interested in. So naturally, they're the nationally televised games. Of course. The Indianapolis Colts head to Dallas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. And Bavada's got the Cowboys minus 11 in one of the bigger lines of the week at home. Yeah, Mika Parsons better do something crazy to Matt Ryan. That's all I can muster up for everyone to care about this. So we'll go Did Cowboys you just call here. Him Mika? My, is it Micah? I'm so bad. Yes, it's, yes, it's Micah. I would rather his name be Mika. <sighs> Mika. Anyway, I've got an, I've got an off-the-air story for, for that. The final game of the week, the New Orleans Saints head to Tampa Bay, take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bavada has the Bucs minus four at home. The Bucs have to win. A must-win with Tom Brady is a win. They just got to win. There's no one out. Like, they have to win this game. So, win the game, Buccaneers. Like, it's that mm-hmm. simple. You have to win. This division's a mess. And a win for the Bucks is also a win for the Eagles with the Saints. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Worse for me. We're starting this thing, dude. We're picking one and two in the draft. You do it, Will. And then you can also pick three because, I mean, the wheels are going to fall off this thing. And we'll pick 31 and everyone will be happy. There you go. (laughs) There you go. That's going to be it for this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. For Mario Hines, I'm Chris Horwardell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next time.